gamers, hit pause and listen up, because a new player has just joined the game. Introducing the brand new Sony Xperia 5 with its cinema-wide OLED display and game enhancer add-on. Grab yours today and score a FIFA 20 PS4 bundle on us, exclusively at Vodafone. Available now on our new and limited data plans with the UK's best mobile network. The future is exciting. Ready? Vodafone. Max download speed applies to unlimited data. Free bundle while stocks last. Terms of verification at vodafone.co.uk slash unlimited. Every ultimate experience Ireland has to offer is always within reach with a 182 BMW. The ultimate bowl of chowder, seasoned with Atlantic salt air, the ultimate swim spot, even the ultimate scenic shortcut that happily takes way, way longer. Experience the ultimate with a 24-hour test drive from your local BMW retailer. Because owning your new BMW is always within reach. Visit bmw182.ie. Welcome to Affirmative Assessment. This is a topical podcast whose host will have many opinions. These opinions are a product of the host and should be taken lightly. Or not. I really don't care. See? There's the sort of opinions you should be expecting if you're going to continue listening. Enjoy! Oh, and there may be some swearing. And the occasional sipping of the alcoholic beverage that the host is drinking. So, yeah. Yes, hello there, and welcome to Affirmative Assessment. I am your host, Tom, and this is the first episode of the first season of the new and reformed Affirmative Assessment. If you paid attention to the recent update, you would know that the uh, show has been changed a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean pretty much just a little bit more organized. And now there are seasons. And this is the first episode of the first season, which is based off of movies that I have not yet seen. Now, the way this rolls is I put a poll up on the Twitter account for this podcast, which is at Assessment Pod. And it's four genres. And whatever wins gets moved to Austin, the other host of the show that we are both a part of, our main show called Dumb All Over, which you probably already knew. If you didn't, you know, check us out at Dumb All Over Pod on Twitter. Uh, And then he gets to pick the movie I get to watch. Now, the reason for this is because there is a... I don't want to call it a running gag because it's true, but on our show, I've been the reasoning for uh, some laughs because I don't watch many movies, and the movies I do watch are pretty much the same movies that I like. So there's been this um, idea that I should probably watch some more movies, which, you know what, I agree with. And Austin is the exact opposite, where he watches a lot of movies. 
and he knows a lot more movies than I do. So, keeping it in the show, I let him pick the movies, and that's what happens. So, with that said, the first poll was held. And the options were, the choices were, comedy, action, sci-fi, and horror. Now, personally, I wanted comedy to win because comedy is most likely my favorite genre. I, I, I watch most comedies that come out. I mean, I've obviously missed a lot. But if it's a comedy, there's a good chance that I've seen it. I just like to laugh. I think uh, humor is one of the few things in the world that can change a person's perspective on life and the day and all that good stuff, right? So, secretly, I was rooting for comedy. And you know what? Comedy almost won. But it didn't. Uh, The winner of the first poll for the week was Horror. It won with 34%. Comedy was a very, very close second with 33%. Now, I let Austin vote in this as well, so I didn't have an actual say in this, and I kind of regret that because comedy would have won, but you know what? It's okay. So I gave those results to Austin, and well, let's say he did not disappoint. So with that, the first episode of season one, which is entitled Movies I Haven't Seen, goes to... An indie horror film known as Pontypool. Now, before I begin, I will say that this assessment will contain some spoiler alerts i will not spoil the whole movie i'll try to keep it as vague as possible but there are going to be moments where i have to explain some situations so if you have not seen pontypool and you want to see pontypool i probably wouldn't listen to the rest of this podcast um if you watch it and you want to listen to what i think about it then you know, come back to it on another date. But for now, please, you know, I'm giving you your opportunity. So Pontypool is a 2008 Canadian horror film. The director is a man named Bruce McDonald, and it was written by Tony Burgess. Based on his novel, Pontypool Changes Everything. So if you want to read the book, you can read the book. I'm not going to read the book. Because, you know, whatever. Um, I'm I'm going right off of Wikipedia right now because I'm just reading the basics, okay? Um, so the plot of this story is it's in a small town in Ontario, Canada, known as, you guessed it, Pontypool. And there is a gentleman named Grant Mazzy. He is the main character. If you've seen the picture that I posted of the actual movie on my Twitter page. The man with the cowboy hat is Grant Mazzy. He is a radio announcer who, from what I gathered, is either on his first day or one of his first days in a new radio station. Um, he's got like the typical radio voice, something I wish I had. He doesn't have that. 
And the movie starts off with a pretty decent bang. It's a very, very, very bad snowstorm. And he's driving into work for what I assume is his first day at this new station. And a lady slams into the passenger window of his car and is repeating something. And he rolls down the window and lady kind of drifts back. And he's left wondering what the fuck just happened. And that's that beginning scene. So it kind of throws this like, what the hell was that kind of feel? And then he goes to work. And what you gather is that he's a loudmouth, assertive radio show host who wants his own thing and has his own way of doing things. And it's really, it's not that important to the plot, but it's actually a pretty good start to the movie. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, he was being controversial, and at the same time, the radio, his producer is trying to tell him what to do, and it's it's pretty, it's just pretty good entertainment. Um, but as far as a horror film goes, because that's what we are basing this off of, it was a, it's a horror film. It was kind of a slow start. Other than that little suspenseful moment at the very beginning, nothing really happened for a little while. The producer is this stuck-up girl, and there is another girl who seems to be pretty canny with Grant Mazzy. Um, I'm not sure if they said it or not, but maybe she was with him in, in the other radio show that he did, or maybe they just became close friends, but she's on his side mostly. The producer's kind of just being a producer and stuff like that. Um, and everything really starts to seem like it's a normal film for quite a while. And then, all of a sudden, things start to change. The... Uh, weather reporter is, uh, I don't even remember what his name was. I, I probably should have wrote that down somewhere, but it doesn't really matter. Um, he starts to report an unruly crowd at the office of a man named John, uh, Mendez. Uh, he starts to report there were military vehicles pouring in. Uh, people were being trampled, their fatalities, and then explosions. So things got pretty legit really quick. Uh, Grant Mazzy and his crew started thinking that there might be you know, somebody joking around with them. And without getting too detailed into the plot, you start to find out that whatever was happening was real, and shit started getting worse and worse. The reporter ends up like trapped by these people and then these people are no longer really people and it's very very quietly becoming a zombie movie yeah it's a zombie movie but it's a different type of zombies now i'm not actually going to i'm not going to go through the whole plot because that's not what this podcast is about i'm just going to assess it but pretty much and here's the big spoiler alert i'm fast forwarding big time in this okay they're zombies because of words. John Mendez, which is the doctor in this whole movie, because there's always a doctor when there is a zombie movie. I mean, that's as cliche as possible. But he finds out that there are certain words 
that are infected with this virus. And when people hear the words, they become infected. And toward the end of the movie, they start to um, they start to figure out. At this point, it's now Grant and his producer. I won't explain what happened to the other one. You have to f- watch the movie to find out. But they start to realize that people are repeating words, which is one of the symptoms, uh, almost to keep their sanity. Try to. It's almost like trying to cure themselves in a in a way. Um, this is when the movie starts to get strange to me. Uh, but it never loses its inter- its entertainment value. So again, it's a zombie movie. People are infected by words. There's the basic plot. I'm gonna move on to the first category of my assessment which is creativity. Now listen. There are few movies that are going to be more creative than this at this point. The beginning of the movie, actually, I would almost say the first half of the movie, it was a basic movie. It wasn't even a fucking horror film for a long time. It wasn't scary. A little suspenseful here and there. Uh, once the uh, weather re- weather uh, reporter started calling in with all these uh, things that were going on in the in the local town, then it started getting more suspenseful, but it wasn't really scary. There really wasn't any total scares in this movie. I think there was a very a cheap jump scare at the very beginning when the lady slams on the car door. That was a little bit of a jump scare. I didn't really get scared at all. But I can see that it was intended to be a jump scare. But the first segment is creativity. Now listen, if you can think of a better plot, a better creative plot than a zombie apocalypse created by fucking words that are infected with a zombie virus hit me up we'll get the script written because that's incredible if you have something better than that that was the one thing that threw me for the loop in this movie like how did you even think about that okay vaccinations a government virus, conspiracies, blah, 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 blah. It's all been done, right? This has not been done. So in a scale of, we'll use a scale of 10, one being completely uncreative and 10 being, what the fuck? How did they think that? This is a probably at least a nine. I don't know if it's a 10. I don't know what a 10 would be, but this is creative. And you cannot deny that. If you've seen this movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because the movie doesn't seem like it's going that way. It seems like it's almost a hoax. They kind of portray it to be a hoax for most of the movie. And then all of a sudden, the doctor sneaks into the window, John Mendez. And he's like, oh, I have figured it out. And it's uh, being spread by words. What? How the fuck did you come up with that? So, creativity, hoorah, you guys killed it. 
congratulations on that. Uh, you get a 9 out of 10. Now, the next category is acting. I'm normally very picky when it comes to actors. I think a lot of actors are overrated. Um, I'm sure one one of these days Austin's going to pick a movie that I'm going to watch and be like, wow, this is just, what? This is not really one of those cases. Now, this is a cool movie in a lot of senses because, for one, there's not that many people involved in this movie. You got Grant. You have his producer, the one girl I mentioned. Uh, at one point, a family pretending to be like a, an Islamic family that sings. They're all like painted brown skin and shit. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. Except to pro- except to show that the virus was infecting, but whatever. Um, other than that, and a couple others, if that, um, there weren't that many actors. But all the actors were pretty good. The acting was not a problem in this movie. Um, I, I think out of all of them, I, I, Grant, I thought, was a great character. I think he had the perfect voice for a radio uh, a radio personality. So that's that's cool that they found that. Like, if they, if they casted me, I'd be like, why? I don't have a voice for that. Now, he has, like, a deep, very soothing voice. So I was like, oh, that's perfect. The producer did a very good job being an annoying bitch. And the girl that was, like, all in love with Grant Mazzy did a good job of being weird. Yeah. And whatever happens to her, which, again, I won't explain. You have to see the movie. I want to at least, you know, I don't want to ruin everything for you guys. Um, did a good job of whatever happened to her. The doctor was a little weird. I think he was the weakest character out of all of them. Because eventually he starts to repeat some of the word like repeat a word so it shows that he's infected with the virus i i don't know i didn't buy his acting as much but we're not going to grade everyone personally so we're just going to grade the entire movie um so out of 10 again one being probably you know like a low budget 1970s porn film to uh, what's what's the greatest movie of all time? I don't I don't know what 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 do people think the greatest movie of all time? But whatever, ten being that movie, uh, I'll I'll give this movie a a seven seven out of ten. It could have been better, but it definitely could have been a lot worse. And the better outweighs the worse. I think. Now, we're going to go to another one. Now, because this category will be the one that changes every week. This is the horror factor. Was this movie scary? No. Not at all. Now, it is classified 
as a horror movie. So, there's no cheating involved. Austin didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. I kind of expected it to be more of a horror film. Uh, But I didn't find myself scared one time. And that's saying a lot because I'm not very good at horror movies. Now, I will watch horror movies, but I'm not really good at them. I will get scared quite easily. Because jump scares get me. I could watch a YouTube video of of a video gamer playing a horror game. And I'll probably jump. Just because jump scares get me. Uh, the one jump scare sort of got me at the very beginning, but because the movie was more a suspenseful film than it was a horror film, there really wasn't any scary parts. Even at the, the, when the one girl that I, I keep alluding to, and I won't tell you what happened, um, of even, even her role wasn't really scary. What happened to them wasn't very scary. The ending wasn't scary. There was just there was just not much of a horror factor, unfortunately. Um, so if I have to rate the horror aspect of this movie from a one to ten, a one being like um, a peewee playhouse, and a ten being like in my my ten would be like Chucky, which I can't I can't I can't do dolls. Um, I will probably refuse if Austin ever picks like Annabelle or Chucky. I can't, I just can't do it. Uh, so like that, this is probably a one. I just did not find this scary at all. And if you can't find a way to scare me, you have failed as a horror movie because I should be scared pretty easily. Or maybe I'm underestimating, underestimating my own ability to, uh, withstand horror. Maybe. But I'm pretty sure not because like even even walking outside in the dark will spook me. Not scare me, but spook me. So I will say that that's definitely a 1 out of 10. And that does bring us to our final category. And that final category is an overall rating. Now, this one is going to be the more difficult of the topics to rate. Because now I have to weigh it as an entire movie. I have to think about everything that I just discussed. And then I have to put it all together. So, let's start off with the very first one. Creativity. I said 9 out of 10. And I'm sticking with that. Because... I think the concept of the movie is an absolutely genius idea. Uh, The acting, a 7 out of 10. That's pretty good. The actors did a good job. They, They did a good enough of a job to do their job. But they didn't do anything so extraordinary that I'm like screaming for an Oscar for these guys. Horror Factor, 1 out of 10. It, in my opinion, if you're going to call this a horror movie, which it is entitled as a horror movie, I think you failed as a horror movie. So overall, and there's no mathematical 
aspect to this. I'm not going to actually do the math to it and find the proper rating out of it 1 to 10. I would put this movie as an overall rating of a 5. It's right in the middle. It is not a movie that I will probably ever watch again. It's not a movie that I will tell all my friends about. I may allude to some of the moments such as the finding out what the virus was. I might allude to the uh, amazing acting, I think, of Grant Mazzy, or at least the voice acting of Grant Mazzy. Some of the facial features of Grant Mazzy were a little strange throughout the movie. I should have added before, but not important. The suspense factor of this movie was pretty good. Again, not great. But definitely not a one. It's not in that area. I think the suspense, the idea of never actually seeing the things that are happening until toward the end of the movie is a cool idea. But there's nothing about this movie that makes me jump out of my chair in joy. I think it was a a solid movie, but I don't know. Could have been better. Could have been better. I, I think if it was scarier, I would have rated this a lot higher because I want to rate this as a really high movie. I want to say to everybody, this is a cool movie. You should definitely see it. But if you're going to call it a horror film, I have to hold you to that. And it's just not a scary movie. So my overall judgment of this, if you are looking for a horror film to get the shit scared out of you, do not watch Pontypool. If you want to see a movie that has a really unique idea, does a pretty good job of explaining um, their idea of what this is, because you have to be, you have to have an open mind to this, because it's not as simple as it seems. There is a message to it. I'll let you determine what that message is after you watch the movie. Um. But if you're looking for that kind of movie, definitely watch Pontypool. If you are looking for a movie with world-class acting, you know. You might want to just do a little bit more searching. But if you if you can't find anything, this is not the worst acting, I think. So, there you have it. A 5 out of 10 is an overall rating. Um... All in all, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I want. I, I would like whoever's listening to go watch it. So that way you can tell me what you think about the movie. Tell me what you think the message is. And all of that good stuff. Um, but if you don't go see it, it's okay. <laughs> you're not going you know, to be on my shit list. Um, thank you, Austin, for uh, allowing or bringing the movie up to my attention. But... Um, it could have scared me a little bit more. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'll take a short break. And when I come back, we'll uh, just do our you know, closing thoughts. Well, there you have it. My affirmative assessment on Pontypool, a 2008 Canadian quote-unquote horror film. Very strange, very interesting, 
concept to the movie. Not very scary at all. More suspenseful than anything. Decent acting. Nothing over the top. Creativity absolutely off the roof in that idea at least. Definitely worth a watch. Let me know if you do watch it. Uh, Go to Twitter and search for at assessment pod to find me. Uh, Leave me a comment. Send me a message on what you thought about the movie and I'd be happy to share it and talk about that. Um, This episode is for everybody. It's the first episode. Every first episode of the season is going to be on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. But after this, the remainder of the episodes are going to be exclusive to Patreon. If you want to hear more assessments of more movies I watch and you know whatever I decide to do in the future, please go to patreon.com forward slash dumb all over. Check us out there. Donate, support us with $1, only $1 per episode. So it comes out to $4 a month. Only $1 and you can get this, Austin's solo show, and a lot of other stuff just for $1. And I joke around a lot about Patreon, but if you think about what $4 a month is, Think about something that you have wasted your money on in the past that was more than $4 and that you never, ever, ever use. For just $4 a month or $1 an episode, you can help Austin and me continue to grow because we want more than anything in the world to make this podcasting into our lives. And the only way we can do that is with your help. So please consider, do me the minimum favor of at least considering supporting our show with $1 an episode. We do not do any kind of crazy things. We will literally just post once a week as the charged rate. And then everything else is just bonus feature. But if you do $1, you get this show and a lot more. So at least consider it. And obviously, if you choose not to, I don't hate you. But I really want you to listen to this show. I really think it has potential to be something fun. Uh, I want you to be a part of it. So check it out. Patreon.com forward slash dumb all over. That is all that I have for this week. Uh, The poll for the next episode is is up on my Twitter at AssessmentPod. Check it out. Vote for what movie genre you want. Uh, if you if you think if you see a clear winner, send Austin a message and recommend a movie. Maybe he'll maybe he'll listen to you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what movies he has in mind. He doesn't really tell me anything. He kind of just picks whatever genre wins. So if you have something, uh, find Austin and uh, suggest a movie. Maybe he'll. Maybe your your movie will be the movie that he picks. I'm hoping for comedy. Make me laugh. Don't make me cry, <laughs> please. Anyway, 
that's it. I hope you enjoyed this assessment of Pontypool. I will see you again next week. Check out our other shows at Dumble Over Pod, at Podern History X, and Austin's solo show at Music Prime Mover. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week with another assessment. Another affirmative assessment. See you next week. Have you ever wondered what a shelf sounds like? How about a lamp? Well, it might just be louder and better than you think. The new Wi-Fi enabled Symphonic speaker range from IKEA and Sonos is here. So now you can find out for yourself. Shop in store or at ikea.co.uk and fill your home with feeling. IKEA, the wonderful everyday. When it comes to keeping your small business valuable information safe, Dell Small Business Technology Advisors can recommend tailored security solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage, networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. Running your own small business is a big challenge, but with the right partner, it's a lot easier. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800 085 4878. That's 0800 085 4878.